Welcome to the Narrow Pod Between Pages, where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Narrow Road Between Desires, page by page, and then we talk about it. This is page 80. Don't say anything until your father comes and asks. Then you say you miss your kitten. Remember, you're supposed to be weak. You haven't eaten in days. Just the tears, and you say you miss your kitten so much you don't want to be alive anymore. The little girl thought about it for a long minute, petting the kitten absentmindedly with one hand. Finally, she nodded. Okay, she turned to go. Hold on now, Bass said quickly. I gave you two answers and a way to get your kitten. You owe me three things. The little girl turned around, her expression an odd mix of surprise and embarrassment. I didn't bring any money, she said, not meeting his eye. Not money, Bass said. You pay with favors, labors, secrets? She thought for a moment. Daddy hides his strongbox key inside the mantle clock. Bass nodded approvingly. That's one. The little girl looked up into the sky, still petting her kitten. I saw Mama kiss the maid once. Bast raised an eyebrow briefly at that. That's two. The girl put her finger in her ear and wiggled it. That's all, I think. And that's the page. I'm Bill. I'm Amrita. And? And I'm Jordana! Oh, special guest time! I was going to say, pause Yay. for that. <laughs> so we have a clap track? Where's the audience? <laughs> um, We're so glad to have you. I can't believe this. Very excited to be here. Feeling kind of awkward about it, honestly, but it's cool. No, why? We, we are glad that you are joining us. Uh, have you been keeping up in the book? Have you read it all the way through? Is this? Uh, I, I, I did this the right way. I read to the page. I, I read to page seventy nine, and I was, and then uh, Patrick Nartroth has told me that that you guys would be reading eighty. So I was like, okay, that's the page I can't read. <laughs> one of us. One of us. And, and then, like today, before the be- before this recording, I binged all of the episodes that you guys had posted. Oh my, <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> I just played it while I was like at work. From episode one today. Uh, well, I might have done a couple of episodes beforehand, but I definitely re-listened re- to a bunch of them. So I think I started episode four today. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> so that you was your long day. <laughs> you are committed to the cause, and I'm so here for that. Thank you. <laughs> That's such a gift you have given us. <laughs> yeah, Thank I... you for taking some work off my back for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> what do we think about this page? Um... I like that Bast um, has this kind of power over the kids where they tell him their parents like really important secrets. It's yeah, really so she's so willing to just be like, oh yeah, I have a secret. I have, like, she probably doesn't run, understand how uh, how important that secret is. Yeah. But still, yeah, it's... it's like he has this great um, thing going on where he just like, you know, knows that the kids are the key to get stuff that uh, that is very valuable from the parents. Well, it's I, also crazy just how much uh, kids are actually exposed to, right? These don't seem like big deal things to... Um, oh, I've already forgotten her name, Viet. <laughs> but um, yeah, she reveals a lot. 
Well, and if you think about it, probably when the mom kissed the maid, she was thinking like, my kid's not going to notice or care about that. Like, why would my kid remember something like that? But they hold on to any kind of random stimulus. So (laughs) (laughs) children are tiny sponges. They will remember everything. (laughs) Yes, they absolutely will. Bill, do you have any funny stories of like things your kids picked up that you didn't realize they would? Oh, uh, that catches me totally off guard. Sorry, um, I didn't mean to put you on the spot like that. No, no, no. Um, yeah, I maybe have to circle back to that one. There's plenty of things. It's more like uh, mannerisms, especially, that come to mind. Like, I, I, I have certain turns of phrases that my that I use or that my wife uses, and then out of nowhere, like, that will come out of my son's mouth or my daughter's mouth, and it's like, wait, what? Who said that? <laughs> I think it's interesting that this kid being the kid who is uh, like from the mayor's family, right? We like, we know that this kid is affluent comparatively to the other kids. Uh, Like right away, she assumes that the trade is money and, Mm -hmm. and is very forthright with the, well, I have no money. Whereas like another kid might actually like realize that it could be a trading partnership or try and get it to be a trading partnership more readily than she she does because she probably thinks about money a lot more because she's got it (laughs) yeah yeah i noticed that too and especially because um bass tells her you owe me three things three things but you know that that doesn't translate directly to money uh monetary value yeah but she still thinks of money so i i noticed that as a weird um I, i like how she has to think harder each time so the first time it's just she thought for a moment. And then the second time she has to look up in the sky while she's petting the kitten still. And then the third time, we don't get the third thing yet, but the third time she has to like put her finger in her ear and kind of wiggle around <laughs> and like really mull this one over for a bit. Um, also, Dr. Evil vibes coming from the from the kitten petting. I feel like uh, <laughs> in, in the chat, um, <laughs> Patrick Notroth is doing the motion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, we talked about this on a previous one where she's like got this thing in the crook of her elbow. I can still see it totally. Yeah, I was actually having a really hard time picturing like an animal in the crook of someone's elbow. But now that I think about it, I guess it doesn't mean that they're like really tucked in there. <laughs> yeah, I have a picture of that, uh, at least in my Kindle version in this page. Oh, where she's got the kitten in her elbow. Is that not on the screen oh. for you guys? Oh, so th- I think we of have that bat- as her having moved the kitten over a bit because it's kind of like lopped over her arm at that point. But Are you're you right. saying maybe that is that is in fact the the what the he means by crook of elbow? I assumed that the kitten had moved at that point when they drew the image, but yeah. So for for the print book, that's actually page seventy nine that that's on, and not oh, eighty. Okay. Yeah. Did you guys um, talk about the picture when you read page 79? We did. Well, then we didn't don't worry about yesterday, it. Jordana. What do you I mean? Know. We all heard that. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just, I, I didn't, yesterday's is not posted on, on Spotify, so I did not no. listen to it. <laughs> we do not record ahead of time. We are directly speaking. We are speaking live. Every time someone turns on the episode, we're live talking into their Yes, ears. right. Sorry. No peeking behind the curtain. Please ignore <laughs> the Jordana behind the curtain. Uh, and I guess we're just capping off um, how manipulative this truly is, right? This is the the culmination of all of that, right? It's not the girl begging for the kitten. She just 
doesn't want to be alive anymore because she can't have the cat and so she's not gonna eat (laughs) it's awful (laughs) i like i part of me wonders if this would work in like a modern household (laughs) and i feel like it wouldn't like i know kids think they're really clever at hiding stuff but like i don't know I find random junk from my niece and nephew under the couch all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really a hiding place. <laughs> we we talked about this briefly in the the previous episodes, but um, yeah, there's some some debate about like I we can definitely see that there are parents in the world that this would work work for, uh, but I think the parental consensus among our reader group uh, is that this might start to fly. And then as soon as it was obvious what the end goal was, it would, it would stop immediately. Yeah. That um, makes sense. But, but it's I tough. I think that uh, at least Bast thinks that Viet is like a really good actress, right? He says a couple of times and then she produces the tears that impress him. So maybe she's unusually gifted in um, being able to act innocent. And she's probably more, like maybe worldly is not the right word, but she'd certainly be like more educated than the average kid in the city. She probably has a private tutor. Mm -hmm. So I can see that as like giving a kid an edge when it comes to like having a plan or being a little more manipulative if they've got a little more education under their belt. She's also the youngest and that kind of like drags kids along a pretty good amount too, more than they, they normally would have. Yep. It also, I mean, I say this as a as a younger sibling, it makes you unintentionally a little more conniving. <laughs> as an older sibling, I know. <laughs> like yeah, my husband I is an older that. sibling, and all the time, I'll, like, his brother, he'll explain, like, oh, yeah, my brother did this when we were kids. And I was like, mm-hmm, yeah, me too. And he's like, you, <laughs> you terrible person. I'm like, I can't help it. Younger siblings do this. <laughs> and yeah, then we absolutely. get, like, tortured because the bigger siblings are bigger. <laughs> Yeah, I felt no guilt about making use of my bigger size with my sister because she, I mean, my parents thought she was like amazing, right? And I knew all the terrible things she was doing and them not realizing. <laughs> yeah. I would happily take her down in a fight and not feel any any guilt. I kind of wonder how Viet's older siblings will feel about this whole kitten situation. I'm wondering if the, the key to the strong box comes back. I mean, it would if, be an interesting if, thing, but what is Bass yeah. going to do with the mayor's strongbox? Or if he talks to this maid. That that mama kissed. Yeah, and I'm wondering, did this um, did like, this have any relevance in the lightning tree? I, I honestly don't. <laughs> I don't remember the things that she said, and I don't think they paid off, but I I can't remember. Uh, Vin says in the chat, the mayor has cool shit in the strong box. <laughs> How do you? Yeah. Okay, I guess that's a lightning tree thing. I don't know. Maybe Vin's is being funny. Is there in funny, fact I cool think. shit in the strong box? I guess we'll have to wait and find out. My impression yeah. is he's just making a joke. Oh, okay. We we can find out. Uh, on oh, you maybe... know what he keeps in his strong box? Yeah. It's games. <laughs> 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 I'm really sad Nick wasn't here for this. He would give me like a round of applause. <laughs> I, I try so hard on the jokes. Good job, Jordan. Good job. 
I'm going to have to write that one down and share it with him later. Yeah, I think we should have Nick and Jordana soon. Oh, I yes. don't think you're going to be able to convince Nick. Really? Why not? He's a busy man. <laughs> mm. Okay. Okay. Well, we will ex- explore more things in strong boxes um, on tomorrow's mm. narrow, narrow page. 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 <laughs> page.